Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Are you ready for Easter? Has it been a long winter? Are you ready for spring? Are you ready for new life? Are you ready to be revived with hope? Are you ready for new strength? Are you ready for the love of God to spring forth joyously? That is what this day is about. We are so ready. And today we are invited to live into the resurrection of eternal life. Now, most invitations we get, we recognize even before we open them. If we see an envelope with calligraphy writing and a love stamp, in the corner and the return address embossed on the back, what do we have? A wedding invitation. And there are invitations that come with shaky children's handwriting. And even before we open it, we know it is a birthday party, folks that even before we open it knows that it's going to say, eat more sugar. <laughs> and then there are the invitations that come in the email. I know the, the invitation before I ever open the email because I get them from my favorite stores inviting me to the secret sale event for the preferred customers, all million of us. Now, there are some invitations that are a surprise that we can't recognize. And Mark's gospel is one of those invitations. Rather than looking like an envelope, Mark's gospel is the gospel that somebody tore the page out of. Somebody tore the last page out of the Gospel of Mark, because we know that the Gospel of Mark does not end in silence and fear. How can it? All of the other Easter stories from Matthew and Luke and John have joy. Jesus shows up on the scene. There is rejoicing, and everybody gets to meet Jesus. If there ever were a happy ending, it is the Easter story. So what's wrong with Mark? The Gospel of Mark is the first Gospel written. And it is written to people in the countryside in very simple and direct language. We know that fear and silence cannot silence Easter. The Gospel writer Mark gives us a unique invitation, a unique gift. He stops the story practically in mid-sentence. The Greek ends with the word gar, which is a conjunction. Right? Conjunction. Anybody going to sing Schoolhouse Rock? <laughs> You're doing it in your heads, right? It connects things. And so... 
the gospel, a story can't end with the word for. It cannot end with a conjunction. There's more to the story. And in history, people have tried to write nice, tidy little endings to the gospel of Mark. And if you open up your Bible, you'll see them. There's the shorter ending and the longer ending. But Mark did not write that. Mark refuses to end his gospel. He refuses because Mark knows that it takes more than a couple of verses to comprehend resurrection. Mark knows that it's confusing and that it's come so soon after such a hard time that Mark leaves us there in that in-between place, that in-between place between despair and hope, end and beginning, resignation and resilience, between giving up and going on, between death and new life. And there we are. We have to sit in that place for a little while because Mark knows that terrible things happen in our world, like states giving businesses the right to discriminate in the name of religion, and people who take away other people's lives. People suffer in so many ways, and it's all real. And this is what Mark's gospel says to us. It all matters. And there is more to the story. The tomb is empty. Jesus is not dead but is alive. And he has gone on ahead of you. So go and tell the others. He's waiting. He's waiting there. They don't just run away. It says they run away and, and it's all confused. Confusing and silence and fear, what it is, is a non-ending. We are to take up the gospel. Mark leaves it for us to take up that gospel. Mark leaves it for us to know that Jesus is alive and that Jesus has gone to Galilee. Where did the gospel begin? Nebraska? It began in Galilee. The teaching, the healing, the speaking out, the love began in Galilee. And that's where Mark points us, back to the beginning. It is not an end. It is a beginning. Jesus' mission and ministry did not end, but are alive and moving ahead. It is a beginning, and here is the invitation to life. We are to go to Galilee. Jesus is not in some far-off heaven. Jesus is in Galilee. Jesus is on this earth with us here and now. And so Jesus is in the Galilee of Indiana, saying no to discrimination and inviting us to say no 
and yes to inclusion and nonviolence, and inviting us to wonder about the turn of events that out of all the efforts to exclude for the first time in history, there is a law that prohibits discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation in Indiana. Jesus is in the Galilee of Kenya, helping to airlift people to the hospital in Kenya. Right there in Galilee, the presence and the strength with people comforting and weeping and reaching out to extend a hand to those who are different. And Jesus invites us to get to know our neighbors who have a different faith tradition. Jesus invites us to live the resurrection faith for peace and healing and reconciliation in the world. This is the way to eternal life. Jesus is in the Galilee of Ferguson preparing for local elections. For the first time ever, the candidates will match the racial makeup there. And there is hope, real hope, for a new beginning. And Jesus is in the Galilee of your life and my life. Jesus is in the Galilee of all the places that we are concerned about an ending and there will be a beginning. We pray for Libby Gwynn, who I'm sure will return, <laughs> return shortly. Jesus is in the Galilee of your heart and my heart, in your life and my life, be it suffering, loss, or illness. Jesus in the Galilee, there is more to life and love and the existence and the reality that we know. Jesus is the presence of God's love alive in our lives holding us while we take that step to Galilee. A few years ago, we got an invitation in my house, and it was a plain envelope, we didn't, and it was typewritten, and we didn't know what it was. And we opened it up, and it was the invitation to a party. And the one to whom that was addressed was unbelievably excited, jumping up and down, screaming with joy and delight. Can I go? Can I go? I can't believe it. I got invited. Can I go? Can I go? Thanks be to God, she could go. Thanks be to God, she could go. There was so much excitement to answer this invitation. We have received an invitation today. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. 
yesterday and today and tomorrow, and the invitation that we receive today is the invitation to pick up the gospel where Mark left off and carry it on in our lives until we pass it off to the next person and the next person and the next person because the gospel does not end. The love of God does not end. Life does not end. This is our invitation to the love of God and to eternal life. Alleluia. 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 Amen.